The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, everyone. I'm Shelley Kurth, and I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Nicola Cece. And we're here to help you stay sane during these weird and unprecedented times of parenting. As always, our goals for the series are to provide you with tools and hacks in order to keep your kiddo thriving and keep you a little bit sane. Um, Today, we're going to talk about healthy eating hacks. Uh, Nicole and I are not nutritionists, um, but we're moms and we're school leaders and we're teachers. And we know there is a really big difference between when a kiddo is fed with healthy foods and healthy has a healthy way of eating and when it's not so much. And I'm sure you've seen the difference for yourself. So today, we're going to talk to you about ways that might be able, you'll, you might be able to make it a little easier on yourself and your family to eat a little bit healthier. You can look at more resources about today and other episodes on our website at thriveps.org. Let's get real for a second. I, uh, in some circles, might be considered the last person to talk about eating healthy because truth is, I probably eat fast food at least once a week. Uh, But the reality is that with my child not going to school every day, he's put on some weight and maybe so have I. (laughs) Okay, fine. I have. So what are we going to do about it, right? Like, how do we keep kids healthy? And in other episodes, we've talked about exercise and movement, but we know that's only part of the equation. And in order to have a healthy mind, in order to be emotionally regulated and well, we also need to think about what we're putting in our body. Now, I am not going to talk to you about going from, you know, eating Snickers bars and Cheetos for lunch to becoming a vegan because let's be real, like that's not realistic. And neither of those, well, being vegan probably is fairly healthy, but let's just be honest. If you're eating Cheetos and Snickers bar, you need more than Shelly and I in your life right now. So uh, sending those of you, if that's your diet, a giant hug, but let's talk about being 10 percent better. Let's not talk about changing our whole entire refrigerator and packing systems 10% better. That's going to be our goal for today. And here's how we're going to go about that. For one, think about overall what you are putting in your body rather than just one single meal. And think about each of those choices that you make and what might be an incremental step to become just a little bit better. So for example, if you're currently eating, you know, bleached flour, white bread, maybe move to whole wheat bread or to whole grain bread or to gluten-free bread. Like what is that incremental change that can get you a little bit closer to your goal? If you're eating plain white rice, maybe thinking about adding uh, brown rice or if you're doing brown rice, maybe the next step up for you is to look to quinoa or some ancient grains instead. So think again, what's that next incremental step? If you're drinking soda, is it moving to juice? If you're on juice, is it moving to unsweetened tea? And if you're doing that, um, getting more water in. So think about how you're going to move down that continuum in order just to become a little bit healthy, because we know that incremental changes are the ones that are most likely to stick rather than drastic turnarounds. 
I mentioned water just a second ago, but I cannot stress to you enough about how important it is for your child and for you to drink enough water. You know, we talk a lot about eight glasses of water for adults. Um, for your kid, just make sure they're drinking at least two full cups of water. If they're not currently, if they're drinking more and they're out and active, fantastic. But let's make sure we're getting enough water. Keep yourself hydrated. Helps you regulate in so many ways. When it comes to snacks, now, again, looking at that continuum, right? Like graduate yourself from fruit roll-ups to maybe canned fruits to fresh fruits. Try to get to that healthier spot and offer fruits before other snacks. So when your kid comes up to you and says, there's nothing in the fridge or I just want a snack, how about an apple? How about a banana, right? Like offer fruit first and this I say with all the love and none of the judgment, but if you don't buy it, they cannot eat it. So when they look at you with those big sad eyes and say, please, mom, I just really need the Snickers bar. Oops, I forgot to get it, right? If you don't buy it, they can't have it. And same goes for you. If you don't buy that sugary snack for yourself, you can't eat it either. So uh, be thoughtful, say no, stay away from those impulse buys. And let's hear from Shelly some other tips. Shelly, uh, you're a fairly, fairly healthy person. What's your take on this? Um, well, you know what? I think it's all, these habits, these life habits, um, they're hard for so many people. It's hard for me too. Um, but I see in, in my work as an educator and a mom, I just see the benefits of being the role model. And that doesn't mean I haven't hid in the bathroom to eat the Snickers bar, but I'm recognizing if I'm asking my kiddo to eat an apple, but I'm eating a Snickers, I'm really doing do as I say, not as I do. So holding that, I'm a role model and trying my best to do those incremental changes in my life to help my kiddo. Or when I was a teacher, I did the same thing. Like I can't can't have the potato chips even if I want them because I want to show the kids that I'm really practicing what I preach, more or less. Um, we're building the habits for our kids. Um, so I'm really just trying to hold that in as, as I go forward and teach them how to eat. And then, you know, not putting a lot of that guilt and shame, like you said, on it, but really trying to make little life choices that are better. One of the ones that really helped. You remember I have teenagers. So we started cooking at home and shopping together. We are not big eater outers, but they started helping me do the cooking and the shopping. And that really was enlightening to all of us. We started reading the ingredient labels. And one of the big moments that we had is in the yogurt aisle, big yogurt eaters. And the kids started eating, uh, reading the back of the yogurt container and noticing there are yogurts that had high fructose corn syrup in them and yogurts that did not. There were yogurts that had three ingredients right next to yogurts that had 15. Um, and it really showed them the difference and made them make some healthier choices that really tasted the same to them. And they were getting the same goodness out of it, but they could make a healthy choice by reading the back. And we had so many great conversations about that as they get older. I learned and they learned um, from doing that. We started off by reading some books together. When they were little, um, I read books. I think one of them was called What's on My Plate uh, about the five food groups. And then another one that I loved was What's for Lunch. Um, just talks about healthy eating. But as they got older, and if you have teenagers, I encourage you to start reading some more adult books together as a family. One of the ones I really geared for kids, but that the whole family enjoyed was called Chew on This. 
And uh, I loved uh, the book called The Ethics of What We Eat. And we didn't read the whole thing, but we read certain chapters and portions together. Uh, my kids refer to it as the summer of ethical eating. We read it over a summer. But it gets the whole family talking and eating. And making change is a lot easier when you've got everyone on board. I make healthy snacks available, whether it's in the classroom or it's in the home, making sure that those snacks uh, are plenty of fruits, plenty of vegetables, uh, nuts if you can have them, healthy beverages, water and milk, uh, bubble water, uh, not soda. We don't have sodas in our fridge because we want them if they're there. So we just don't keep them there. And we, I, am, and I encourage everyone to be really thoughtful about what you're accidentally putting into your kiddos' brains about food. Are you the kind of family that insists on that the plate, the plate be cleaned? Like, what message is that giving kids? Is that, do you talk a lot about um, calorie intake or healthy foods or not? Or are you using foods as rewards or punishments? Like, now, I, I don't know what your family value system is, but I'm saying how you're talking about food is really the inner voice of your kids talking and thinking about food. So be really thoughtful yourself as you talk about food. One of the rules we have in our house is don't yuck my yum. So we don't get to say, ooh, gross to anybody else's food because I want my kids to be curious eaters and to be, um, to try things. So rather than starting off with that yuck, and believe me, teenagers are just as guilty as our little ones of doing that. We just say, you can politely refuse. I encourage you to taste it. But really being respectful of each other's eating habits. And I have been known to do a little food disguise, uh, especially when they were little. There's a lot of vegetables in my stew. I've been known to put zucchini in my oatmeal cookies. Shh. Um, I also embrace if you're going to have dessert, have a dessert and make sure your other choices are healthy. But when you're trying to change your palate, when you're trying to, to curb your sweet tooth, then maybe doing a few things like, um, there's something called nice cream, which is basically like fro frozen banana ice cream. And it gives you the feeling of eating ice cream without all of the ice cream sugar. Um, that might be a great place to start too, where you're a little, you're tricking your palate, you're tricking your, your mind. Again, think of your, it's the whole thing and little changes. Those little changes are easier. Um, holding a bunch of guilt around eating isn't gonna make things better, but doing the little changes and talking about food in a healthy way, reading some books that are healthy, that can make a big change eventually. Yeah, and uh, Shelly, don't tell my kids, but you snuck in the zucchini. I actually snuck in spinach and carrots into my brownies the other day. Um, I'll put the recipe in the comments. It was actually pretty yummy. So something to think about and try. You know, my littlest guy loves Daniel Tiger. And there's this song that says, like, try something new. It might taste good. And so that's kind of our mantra in our house. Like, try something new. It might taste good. You never know. Um, so taking those polite bites that you talked about, I think, uh, can be really good. One of the things that we do in our house is we try to make it fun. You know, trying to up the fun factor always is really important for me. Now, before you have a vision of me like carving a watermelon into a pelican, uh, stop yourself. I am not that person. So I am the person that like puts a sticker on an apple so that you now have like a princess apple or that you have like a Power Ranger apple. Uh, so no fruit carving for me. But there are some ways that you can make your food really fun by thinking about where you eat it, how you eat it, what you put on top of it. So 
Let's talk about that for a second. One of the things I discovered are these little hemp hearts that you can sprinkle on things. So we sprinkle these little hearts uh, on on different muffins or on like ice cream and different things. I know ice cream, not a great choice, but hey, we try to get some nutrients, some fiber. Chia seeds are really fun to sprinkle on things. So when you ask your kid, hey, do you want some sprinkles? Uh, grab something other than those like colorful, fruity, chocolatey pebbles and sprinkle some other things uh, around. Coconut flakes are a delicious addition to a lot of meals. Another thing that we try to do is think about like, where do we eat? So sometimes we grab new foods that we try and we eat them in a blanket fort or we eat them as a picnic in the garage or on the balcony or sometimes we just eat in bed because that's fun too. But grab some different foods, make it adventurous, stick them in those little muffin tins so they can try different things and you can have like a food tasting. Uh, another fun, fun, fun thing in our house that we love to do is we put out various ingredients and things that you can put on a pizza. And we take a pre-made cauliflower crust that we get at the grocery store. We take the cauliflower crust and then everybody makes their own little pizza and tries some new things, uh, whether it's bell peppers or mushrooms or whatever it might be that we have available. Everything tastes better on pizza, right? So again, have some fun, give yourself some grace, try new things, and whatever you do, 10%. Like, start little. Right, Shelly? That's perfect. Uh, the habits you're building today are going to stick most of the time. Um, so that goes for eating habits, too. So whatever you're doing and however you're thinking, whatever you're saying, remember you're building habits for the future, your own and your kiddos. Um have fun with it and keep your family as a support system as you're making changes and having a healthy diet. So have a great day. Thank you for joining us. Be healthy and be well. Bye.